that? I don't like you whispering in my ear. I'm going to tell you that creepy. right now. No, don't you pat that. Toby. Chuck Knox. <laughs> and I'm the Water Boy. And of course, we got Joseph Granda. Or is it, is it, is it Granda? It's Granda. 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 Like an American. Granda. So you're going to be Granda. Means big. Grandpa Granda. Yeah. Grandpa Granda. Granda. Grandpa One Granda. Day? Someday, yeah. yeah. I got a nine-year-old. That's wait, it. Wait, wait. Did you say it's a Cuban name? Yeah. My, you're Cuban? Yeah. Oh. Ah. I came this country on a boat. You couldn't tell about ah. the, you couldn't see the mustache. I, I mean, know, the mustache. You know, this is really good because now you can My bon vivant look I'm working on. That's great. So you can use minority status and you can get that privilege at the same time. I'll tell you what. I got plans to get you in the movie, oh. and then if we get a one-legged man <laughs> and a man who can identify as a woman for three days, the film will qualify for the Oscars. Oh, do we need a black woman? I know they a black woman. Standards. <laughs> if, we, if we need like a intersectional, yeah. yeah, we can black do that. Woman. We can do that. I can help yeah. you out with that. Welcome to the Sunday special, y'all. Good to be with you on NRB TV, Xfinity, TLN, all the other oh, places that we okay. get on. Thank you. I mean, I don't forget about you, really. Mm. Forget about you. We probably shouldn't say that on on air again. No, Never. probably not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, guys, we get warmed up here. We're going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, boy. Politics of Sex, actually, Lebanon. Lebanon, Tennessee, yeah. just outside of Nashville. Um, we got the Friday lineups figured out. So okay. I'm pretty excited. Saturday lineup's filling in. We're going to have about 20 people on Saturday. But we got the Friday lineup figured out. We got Pastor Toby talking about Molotov monogamy. Yeah. Mol- Molotov monogamy. Wow. Uh, okay. 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 We'll have to hear we're, more about we're, that. We're going to blow some stuff up. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> Vody Bakum oh. on critical sex theory. Mm, How I to keep Marx right and Freud out of your bedroom. I texted Vody that. His, Silver. His Hallelujah. Title this week and all the, he, he, all he said was laugh. He couldn't, <laughs> he, he didn't acknowledge much beyond critical that. Critical sex theory. Yep. How to keep Marx and Freud out of your bedroom. That's what, good. I always think you should keep Freud and Marx out of your bedroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nietzsche. Uh, yes. Doug to yes, Maple? Sex, Lies, and the Prophetic Poet. Ooh. Bonson on Punk Rock Home Economics. Hey, everything with Bonson. Uh, uh, yeah. Every time he comes to he talks yeah. at our conferences, we're going to say Punk Rock whatever. Yeah, he was Punk Rock Hyperion last yeah. year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, And then Pastor Wilson on Gay Pulpits. We need to tell Doug that's his talk, by the way. I haven't. Hey, Pastor Doug. That's your, your talk. talk. Hey, gay you, you don't pulpits. watch this show. Pastor Doug, don't watch More this. important things. <laughs> the politics of feminism, homosexuality, and unfaithful children. That is, that's a Friday lineup, Sounds if I've gay. ever seen one. Uh, it's, it's so good. Boom. Gabe, you're crying over it. Is it that I know, good? It, my allergies are a little off uh-huh. this morning. All right. <laughs> so my eyes are. Man. It's crazy. And, and then we also got two classes with the Fight, Laugh, Feast University. If you guys have kind of been following our daily news briefs. Starting so up in July. In July. Middle of July. Or, uh, July 10th, I think is what okay. it is. Um, the first one is with a uh, comedian, John Branion. Yeah. Life is hardy, hard, hard. Um, you know, he did our, our, we're fixing to release the stand up here uh, yeah. from our conference oh, yeah, he here was pretty funny. soon. He was Wasn't he? He's yeah. he was great. Oh, oh, man. He was great. Not a single dirty word and he was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't kill the comics with the F bomb. It's just like so distracting. Yeah. Because right. it can't be funny. Well, yeah. the word used to have some power in culture, not anymore. It's no. Like, no. Yeah. yeah, no, that's right. So life is hardy, hard, hard, uh, man. And, and education is warfare with Toby's brother, Jesse Sumter, our managing editor of the mm-hmm. magazine. Yeah. Uh, education is warfare. Both those classes, I think one's on Monday, Wednesday, the other one's Tuesday, Friday. Um, it's a great time with the family. You can all get on Zoom together and you, you get to hang out with John or get to hang out with Jesse. It's, it's, and, and other people who join the class and everything. It should be fantastic. There's only, there's a limited room too, right? Yeah. Uh, seating's limited. We only FLF sell 25 seats. Dot com forward slash FLF dash EDU. Yeah. Mm. Are you done? 
Kobe. Oh, it's my turn? <laughs> it's your turn. Oh, man, you were going so good. You know what happened? You've been on vacation because you had an anniversary. Guys, 21 years. I'm, I'm just sort of going to hang out today. And you and forgot what the, how to do this thing. Yeah. I'm in love. <laughs> I'm in love. That man is fun. I don't care who <laughs> knows. I'm, and, by the way, there is now a Fight, Laugh, Feast hat at the bottom of Lake Coeur d'Alene. Praise God. Just oh. so you know. So, you know, in, in you, know, you lost it. I was driving a speedboat. At a very high speed. And yeah. it went flying off. I thought it because he had a hat trick. <laughs> nah. Uh, but it was a fun ride, and, and my Fight Laugh Feast hat's gone. Oh, so I need a new one. Um, mm. But I was just thinking, like, you know, the archaeologists, when they, you know, are digging up Lake Coeur d'Alene in a few centuries or, you know, a few millennia, and they're like... A Fight know, Laugh Feaster was yeah, here. Yes, right. They, Reformation was breaking out here at Lake Coeur d'Alene. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Celebrating anniversaries. <laughs> Samaritan Ministries is a healthcare sharing ministry with over a quarter of a million Christians that care for one another's needs from broken bones, Neil, to cancer, pregnancies, to organ transplants, all without the use of insurance. Talking about health insurance, of course, is not something that anyone really likes to do, but it can be, because it's so confusing, lots of jargon, and who knows exactly what's going to take care of what and like coding and all this stuff. That's why Samaritan Ministries is a healthcare option people should consider. It's not insurance. It's Christians sending financial gifts to others when there's a medical need. Um, plus, uh, caring for one another spiritually through prayer and encouragement. Amen. Guys, I can't read ads anymore. I'm just like totally. He's in You know what I was thinking about? I've been, <laughs> eating, I've been eating really good food. You know what I was thinking about Samaritan <laughs> Ministries is if actually a bunch of, if all the Christians kind of did, Samaritan Ministries, just how to upend the medical industry. Oh, right. Because, well, I mean, you, when you work with Samaritan Ministries, you don't need to have, you know, all these medical coding, all this stuff. You can choose whatever doctor you want. I mean, it would change the whole, actually, healthcare industry if, yeah, if this happened. Absolutely. Well, and, and it would change the world if Christians did this for everything. That's yeah. right. Like, right. Just, That's like, right. Just take care of each other. Yeah. Be, right. be Christians. Uh-huh. And it would get more people to realize that they are Christians. Exactly. Right. Yeah. If you'd like to learn more about how you can be a part of this ministry, helping each other with health care, visit SamaritanMinistries.org slash CrossPolitics so they know that we sent you. Yeah. They know that we, you guys love us and love, love them. Love the people there who support go, us. You know? Yeah. Help me help you. Okay. Have you guys been following uh, Biden this week? No. It's, no. Um, I was, you haven't. I was celebrating my anniversary. 21 years. President Biden. Remember, you're asking me, and I'm not being critical of you all. I really mean this. It was legitimate questions you're asking me. Asking me, well, you know, guess what? Employers can't find workers. I said, yeah, pay them more. (laughs) This is an employee's, employee's bargaining chip now. Oh. What's happening? Whoa. They're going to have to compete and start playing hardworking people a decent wage. So that's wicked. It, it really that's is. That's really, really wicked. Is. Guys, so I was, uh, I was, I was in Coeur d'Alene this week mm-hmm. with, with my wife celebrating our anniversary. Did I, did I mention that? They were celebrating my anniversary yeah, yeah. this Happy week. Anniversary. Um, uh, and not kidding you, we just talked to Rob last week about that's this right. sandsdemic. Yep. Lack of people. Yeah. Yep. There are signs everywhere in Coeur d'Alene. Help, help wanted, help wanted. And what was worse and sort of like kind of off-putting actually was lots of signs making excuses. Yeah. I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to take care of your meal very fast. We're short on help. That's right. We don't have very many workers here, Mm -hmm. and so you're just going to have to be patient. It's going to take a while. And it was sort of like, it was actually kind of off-putting. It was like, stop making excuses. Like, do your best. And I understand if it's going to take a while. I get it. But it was like fussy, whiny. Like, we don't have enough people to work for us. Our our kitchens are understaffed. Um, 
But it was like everywhere in Coeur d'Alene. You know, we, we need not to have a short memory. One of the things we need to remember is that the government shut say, down mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. told people they couldn't go to work, shut down your businesses. And then gave them more money and, to stay home. And, and then so, opened the border uh, oh, to bring workers in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> apparently and, not enough. And then because of that, they also manipulated the market and told people that they couldn't collect money from other people. Right. Right. So the rent, the people who yeah. own homes, yeah. they not, not, yeah. there's a bill passed. You can't collect yeah. rent. You can't kick them out. You can't function the way you need to operate your business. And now they're telling you how to pay employees when you get them when they messed up the whole economic system themselves. Well, they've been doing that for a minute, Knox. Yeah, but... It's it's, called minimum wage. It's even gotten... Well, yeah. Yeah. Trust me, if you're... Racist wage is what we should call it. But But the thing, too, is that this is going to... How do you pay people more? Right, yeah. You raise your prices. Well, Mm -hmm. and that's the thing. I can't pay somebody more than the value of the product in which I'm selling. Exactly. So the value of the product itself, if you want me to pay them more, then I have to charge people somewhere else more. Then that person who I'm getting the goods from, they're probably going to have to raise their price. Everything goes up because you're inflating the whole thing because of what you did. We had an amazing meal last night in Troy Yeah. at uh, Timberline. Timberline. Yeah, Timberlodge. Timber Mill. Yeah. Mill. Timber Mill. It, Timber Mill. Mill. Sorry, it was really good. You get to cook your little food on the, on the grill Oh, yeah, and stuff. that's a new yeah. setup there. And he can yeah. only be open three days because he can't find anybody to work for him. Wow. But the but the, the busboy's name was Elvis. That was the coolest that's thing. Great. <laughs> that's great. That's great. It's a real name. Yeah. Well, don't forget the negotiation that's going on here. So basically, Biden's pointing out that you need to, you know, you're having a hard time finding employees. Well, it's because the federal um, unemployment insurance program no, 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 and no, state no, it's unemployment because you don't insurance pay them. program. You don't, you don't want to pay them more. <laughs> they're, they're getting paid hundreds of dollars to stay home and not work. Right. And, and remember, one of the things, there was a, a bargaining thing going on back in the day. Some of the... Conservatives were at least saying, at least don't make your month your payment yep. for unemployment more than some of the state's minimum wage is. Yep. And the, and That's the right. and the liberals overrode that, and mm-hmm. so it's just this flat fee, whatever it's like eighteen dollars an hour or something yeah, like yeah. that. And you know, and in some states like Idaho. That means you can make a lot more staying at home yeah. Yeah. Than, instead of yeah. going to work. Yeah. So that's – then Biden's kind of mocking businesses for not paying more. Well, right. well, well it's because I'm competing against the government, exactly. paying people to stay home and, and paying for those people to not work. Right. Yeah. To not work. Yeah. But what's best about that clip is if, is, is, is if you watch the sign reader Yeah. because then you really get – the internal feel of what Biden's trying to get across. <laughs> oh yeah, look at she it. Doesn't, she doesn't do. She doesn't do this with money. She goes. Mm. Oh, she's a little, little, <laughs> money. little oh, money. that's funny. I got them one point nine trillion dollars relief so far. Oh. They're going to be getting checks in the mail that are consequential. I wrote the bill. <laughs> I wrote the bill on the environment. Pay them more. <laughs> This is an employee's, employee's bargaining chip now. What's happening? He thinks he's at his doctor's getting his physical. Yeah. I got nothing to say. I didn't have to do that after 75. <laughs> I, I just want to bring what up the What is fa- he doing? I don't know, but. It's the same press conference. Th- you ever said. It's this- just like on a whispering day. Oh, you want to know, really? That is, I, I mean this in all honesty because I have this with a, a, an in-law. That's a, de- a sign of dementia. Mm. I, seriously. Yeah. It is a, so- a sign of dementia. Yeah, and, and well, they, and they like made. Did they? Did they make Trump get some kind of psych eval? Yeah, and he passed it. He's like, he has my score. <laughs> I did very good. I, took I crushed it. <laughs> I made testing I, great again. I added a question that I wrote and got it right. 
And I scored well on that question. <laughs> I, think, best. I think we've gotten so comfortable with the uh, the paternal aspect of the government that this is like, yeah. everybody looks at this as like, oh, well, you know. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, this is how parents talk to children Sweet sometimes. old man. Hey, baby, listen, don't. Yeah. Don't do that. Right. This is not, yeah. they're not our parents. And then the media just goes, oh, that's just quirky, Joe. Right, yeah. right. No, no, right. no, 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 no. He's fine. This I played is, chess with him yeah. at the moment. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he beat me in three moves. Yeah. Well, he's, he's not whispering in this, in this clip, but it, he's still not saying good things. The Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun. What? Uh, the type of weapon you could own. Uh, is that true? By cannon. No. I was just say the blood of, the, the blood of patriots, you know. It's the seed of the church. Move against the government. <laughs> well, the tree of liberty is not water in the blood of patriots. What's happened is what? there have never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. Oh. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. Don't, don't miss this. He basically threatened patriots mm-hmm. with nuclear um, weapons and F-15s. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, he's, he said, he's, if he's you saying, want to mess with the government, right. if you want to go up against we us. We got fighter jets. And nukes. Yeah. It's funny yeah. because, you know, back in 1667 or 1670, somewhere around the early 1600 or late 1600s, one of the things that they put on the books in in some of the colonies were that People who were black and were freed could mm-hmm. not own guns, mm-hmm. and people who were black and slave could not own guns because what they didn't want is to have to deal so, with. So what he's talking about <laughs> is racist policies. Exactly. Yeah. So and, and they've it, always had limits on right. what guns. Well, they've always had limits that were. He says, Be, and he called that reasonable. Right. He, right. So he's calling racist policies reasonable. Everybody who. Anybody right now who is pushing for disparities and talking about disparities in culture should look at this and be like, no, this is how you limit people's ability to have freedom. Why is it that you need to make sure that slaves or certain people don't have guns so you can have control over them? People think it's just about overthrowing the government. Listen, having a gun and carrying a gun is not just about overthrowing the government. It's a mentality of a freed man. It's the way a person thinks about the world, the way they think about the culture and whose positions are are in place that don't infringe on mine. And And so when you take away guns. Part of it is also then is, is teaching people to, when you have something that's dangerous, yes, that's right. It requires you to take responsibility for it, yep. Cause, and, cause, and other people, and every, other people, because life is dangerous, mm-hmm. yep. and, and this is the opposite of that paternalistic thing you're talking right, about. Right, exactly. The opposite of it is we're going to put cushions on all the sharp edges and all the corners everywhere, uh, so that nobody hurts themselves. That's right. And that's we're right. going to whisper to you and yeah. say, and when you, and if you watch crackers. that clip, and he goes up and he goes like this. Yeah, that's to his staff going. Make sure my pudding is ready when. <laughs> <laughs> With ibuprofen mashed up make, in it. Make sure it's vanilla. But, um, but so guys, this, this, if we have community policing, though, we don't need guns. Yeah, well. Yeah, okay, okay that worked really well for France. Yeah. Like, like, France, that's what they tried to do when they overthrow the government, and it and it actually didn't work very well at all. Oh, because, I, but I thought community policing was going to fix all our problems. You look, there are... This is the whole thing that's bothering me right now. Everybody is talking about, um, in one way or another, critical race theory and and the idea of intersectionality and uh, wokeness and that whole nine. And and so these things are coming out of that worldview to overthrow authority. And they're thinking if they take the authority and put it in the people, then all of a sudden we're going to have a fixed 
situation. Well, they always but, say it's in the people, but it's never actually that, in the people. Well, the, that's the scary thing. If well, if it is in the people, it is scary because the, 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 the world isn't designed that way. There is an objective, transcendent standard mm-hmm. that we need to submit to, right. and then we have people who are in position, hierarchical positions, who enforce that objective reality and standard. When we take that out and we say, well, the standard is whatever's inside the local authority, then we start getting anarchy. Mm-hmm. So then, well, in our town, the way that we decide to punish things is that if you get a speeding ticket, we beat you with a cane. Right, sure. Mm-hmm. You now, that, that, that sounds crazy, but, but what happens but is Knox, local policing starts making the authority what happens locally. That's wrong. Knox, when there's always been reasonable limits. Oh, okay, you know, you start whispering <laughs> to me, and then we have, you know. This episode's over. <laughs> Segment is over. <laughs> but, you know, so when we start, and, and we, this is what's starting to happen. I am totally for, like, it, for instance, in, um, what was it, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Recently in Oregon, the mayor decided to um, allow uh, certain things to go unchecked by police. So if you're speeding, you know, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you have a, a tail light, out. Like, yeah. and I'm totally for that type of police because I think that what we're doing is making laws that shouldn't be laws to punish. Shouldn't have been be. laws in the first exactly. place. Exactly. But what. When I see that, even though it's something that I want, I know the objective standard behind that is not authoritative and transcendent. What they're doing is to say, we're going to make up our own laws. Right. And so it, it doesn't stay there and it turns into anarchy. If you look at France, that's exactly what yeah. happened to that. Right. They will start taking out that, that rule of law. If it's not transcendent, if it's not objective, it's going to eventually turn into tyranny. Right. Yeah. And which it already is. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we'll start hanging people because, right. you know, they scratch somebody else's car. Yeah. You know, sure. what so, kind of car was it? <laughs> well, <laughs> depending on the price of it, if it's a Tesla, you might want to hang them. So, <laughs> Joseph Granda, 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 see, stop like America. It's all right. Coming Grand-a. up next on Cross Politic, right. we're going to talk about movie making and what Christians need to be doing in the film industry. Sally, ride. You don't want to miss this next on Cross Politic. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God. Visit classicalconversations.com for more information. One. Hey! I do the counting. Three, two. Can we stop whispering? <laughs> From anybody. Welcome back to Cross Politic on the one and only Fight Laugh Feast Network. Hey, don't forget to download the Fight Laugh Feast app. Yeah, a, a well, bunch, that thing's awesome. A bunch of our really? podcasts. Really, praise God, thank you. A bunch of our podcasts are only available on the app. Yeah, uh, like. Don't we have a, a podcast in from, the bullpen? Like, Mark Dewey and Darren Doan. Yep. The Darren Doan Doan. Cast. Uh-huh. Yeah, and there's like a Canadian. Canadian. And we got books the... on tape. I drove up here from Colorado, listened to a bunch of stuff. Oh yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Raising Leviathan and oh, oh that's, uh-huh. a that's canon. canon. That's, that's canon. canon. That's different. Oh, canon. Get that's that different. I have that one too. So get we, that one we too. Yeah. The last Sunday there show on this on the way up. Yeah, but get get them all. Yeah, I really like the app. The Daily News Brief is huge. With us today, if you haven't noticed, it's the one and only. Cuban American <laughs> Joseph Granda. I feel That's God me. right That's there. Right. That's me. And my, um, my pronouns are winning and first place. Oh. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, winning. <laughs> I don't know how to use those pronouns. Winning Joseph. Writer and director, long history on stage, film, art. Um, 
began his career as an actor at the Neighborhood Playhouse in New York City, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. studying under the guidance of Sanford Meisner and William Aderson. Mm-hmm. Alderson. Alderson. Aderson. Um, yep. You wrote and directed your first feature film titled The Healing Garden. Yep. And it's on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime, and you can you can rent it lots of places. It's the number six family film in America in April. Hey, yeah, awesome. So you can watch it with your that's your kids, your grandkids, and not have to worry about anything. I mean, the edgiest thing in there is a fart joke. And if you can't Smoke deal with a fart joke, yeah, you, yeah. Should, you should be reformed. Pure flicks ain't gonna like <laughs> you it. <should> be <laughs> become Presbyterian. <laughs> so, and you've been doing like you've been working like you did screenwriting. Uh-huh. Um, it says behind the scenes you worked with. Christopher Walken, yep. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Dad, Chris, he's get great. down. I love him. Val Kilmer, what did you do, Gabe? Get down. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. What are you doing? Because well, he said he worked with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I said yeah, get down. Get down. But this is like so many things you've done. It's that's really exciting, and um, you are now working on Ride Sally Ride. I, I am with yeah. Doug Wilson and the Gorilla Poet guys. The the gorilla poet and uh, and the cannon guys yeah, and yeah. Uh, and so and um, you're here actually here. On, a, on a scouting mission. I scouted uh, locations and I uh, met with uh, Doug for a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, I just turned in the gave him the sort of the third draft and it's a okay. long process. You got to continue to rewrite yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. where you want it. But mm-hmm. the first draft was very um, faithful to the book. Um, but to take the whole book and adapt it, it would have to be a ten-part yeah. miniseries, right. ten yeah. hours miniseries, which is, which is totally fine. Let's do that. So much. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you, you can find that. out more at ridesallymovie.com. But I want to zoom out a little bit and ask. So, how? I mean, how did you get here? Like, I mean, did, did you, I mean, were you thinking ten years ago I'm going to make a ride Sally ride movie? Well, you know, yeah, I I, I, I left the movie business. <laughs> okay. Um, did it leave you? Yeah, I left. I was living in L.A. There for a long time, which I don't recommend living in L.A. So I like to say I did 12 years in L.A. Okay. Wow. Um, and I got to the point as an actor I would get offered work. And uh, one time I – and this is before I came to Christ. Uh, okay. My agent said, so we've got a, an offer for you. It's a, it's, a, it's a pretty big movie. And I said, well, what's the part? And she says, it's to play the uh, campus rapist. And, <laughs> and because I was yet a, a, a Christian, my first thought was, well, what's it pay? <laughs> right, right. And she okay. gave me the quote, and then I thought, "Well, I'm not so sure I really want to do that because yeah. I had done a lot of bad guy parts." Yeah. And she said, "Without a without a beat," she goes, "Oh, it'll be good for your career." And I had this like moment where I'm like, "Well, what's my career that that's good for it?" Right, yeah. right, right. You know? And so, long story short, I left. I moved to Colorado, got married, um, had a had a baby. Um, Did you baptize? Not yet. No. Okay, okay. Well, she's nine now, so okay. I'm sort of bringing okay. we'll it. We'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. I wasn't. I wasn't. Well, I'll get to the. I'll get to the the reform <laughs> the reform part. Um, and so, uh, so you know, I got baptized, and yeah. I said, and I had owned a business, and I was still doing some writing and stuff. But I kind of. So why'd you get baptized? Did you, kinda, did, you, did you come to the Lord? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, in well, Colorado. Yeah, in Colorado. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, you just jumped from like breaking up with Hollywood to moving to Colorado. Yeah, so I'm getting baptized. Like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, found Christ, got baptized, and gave my life. I said, "Well, you yeah. know, what do you want me to do?" I'm a big fan of donuts, which okay. you don't have here in Moscow. Yeah. And so I said, "If you want me to open up donuts for Jesus in Colorado, I'll do it." But everything that kept coming at me was the movie business. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And so I started exploring. What they call a term that I I I don't care for faith based films. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Which, uh-huh. First off, I'm not knocking people. If if you have the means and you want to go out and do your art, you should do it. But 
a lot of it was really bad. It was just, yeah. so I, I was able to come with a different perspective of somebody who had lived most of their life as a secular person right. in the movie business and mm-hmm. understand those creatures and, and then come to Christ and have a new perspective on, on, uh, on entertainment and film. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it's necessary for Christians to, the knee jerk reaction is I'm going to make a movie and I'm going to put a pastor in it and we're going to have a church and we're right. going to give a sermon. Right. And I don't think that's effective. First off, I don't think that it, movies are bending the knee to Christ really. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm sure some people have come to Christ through film, but I think the purpose now is to just make, Look, culture is supposed to be intellectually stimulating. It should be beautiful. Yeah. It should be soulfully uplifting. Mm-hmm. And and the mainstream culture is not that. The Hollywood is a death cult run out of a brothel in Santa Monica. Ooh. <laughs> and, Bars. And, yeah. and, Ooh. and so I think we should just make good, uplifting stories that yeah. are beautiful and kind. And you don't uh-huh. have to give sermons. And, you know, maybe the couple that fall in love, they have a brief conversation about wait until they're married. Could, 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 Chris, could a Christian... <laughs> Could a Christian um, uh, direct, produce an an uplifting um, horror film? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What, what would that be? Well, you know, it's funny you say that. I think that there's it's like about total depravity. Yeah, total depravity for one. I mean, that's a great, a right. great. I have an idea that yeah. I'm going to eventually do. It's called 72 Hours to Animal because my brother is a, a special forces, and he goes, "Oh yeah, the lockdown, big deal." But if it was a real lockdown. And people found out that your Walmart was empty and no more trucks were coming to refill it. He uh-huh. says it's 72 hours until people turn into animals. Oh, wow. That's wow. Right. He's wow. Right. He said that's what it was in Afghanistan. He goes, we don't get them food in another day. <laughs> it's a problem. They start eating everybody. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, here's the, the thing that I've learned, too, about uh, uh, becoming be to the faith 10 years ago is that people like to talk about the miracles of Jesus and but what they fail to forget is that those are supernatural elements and we live in the midst of a supernatural world. Yeah. Right. You know, when you see those people rioting in the streets, that's demonic influence that's right. on an energy level of, uh, of people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I listened to a, um, a, a lecture on all the supernatural by a guy named Dr. Michael Heiser. Oh yeah. 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 He's sure. amazing. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. and he talks all about the sp- the spiritual world and i think absolutely i think it has to be done properly i don't think you need all the gore i think um scary things are more effective uh today when you don't actually see them on the screen because we have enough input sure of right uh, let your imagination theater of the mind the let your imagination yeah. do it yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know? i think you're right i think there's a part where if people read their bibles they would have no problem making a zombie film Oh, like, book of right, judges. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. Go to the book of judges. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's crazy, right? There's there's all kinds of stories in the Bible that really concubines it, being cut up, right? And sent out yeah, to all yeah. Israel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's a so, horror movie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But so right, so you're doing right, Sally. Right. What what was it that you read the book? Tell, can you walk me through that process? Yeah, so, you read the book. So, and what happened? So uh, last year, you know, we got quarantined, but just for two weeks, like they said. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Very really? temporary. It only, felt, temporary. it only felt like two weeks. We crossed the curve, and so uh, <laughs> I sat around watching, you know, YouTube, and 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 I had already been reading Doug, some of Doug's stuff, and that was and, your first problem. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and uh, so as I tell people, you know, we got quarantined and came out Calvinist. <laughs> and how did, I wish everybody did. Yeah, and so I was like uh, Jeff Durbin and Doug and some of your stuff, and 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 so uh, I was in the process of. Of of putting together a, a, another a different movie. I just finished a movie that came out um, earlier this year, 
and uh, you know it was it's a long long process yeah and so said and then uh, and then i ordered doug's book right so i ride i'm yeah. like oh there's a there's a sex robot in it and then he's a pastor i'm like that's kind of right up, right up my alley <laughs> you know Cal- calvin and sex dolls this could be good for your career right um, so 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 i got it and and i read it i read it in like two days yeah and um and then i i read it again and then i was sitting in bed and, I, and then I, now i was now i was reading it with a a sharpie yeah, yeah. And a highlighter uh-oh. i'm yeah. like oh now it's reading me yeah. yeah you know right and my wife goes you're reading that robot book again i'm like <laughs> i'm like i'm like yeah but you're safe and 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 so i said you know what i feel like and i prayed on it you know i've learned to like i pray on it like yeah i'll, I'll do whatever you want me to do yeah i just want to be a vessel for it yeah you know yeah and um and so uh, I said, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write Doug Wilson. She's like, great. So I wrote emails to anybody. I wrote all the canon, and, yeah. <laughs> and finally it got to Doug, and he said, um, I, what I wrote to him, I just said, uh, uh, my wife and I got quarantined uh, this year, and, and thanks to you and some of your videos, we've come out Calvinist, and uh, I, I feel strongly that. Ride Sally Ride should be a movie, mm-hmm. but it should be done by somebody with a reformed background. Uh, an experienced screenwriter and filmmaker, and somebody that's made a movie with with that's not willy nilly. That's made a movie with something more than just with his mom. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And so he wrote back, "I am at least interested in hearing what you have to say." Yeah. And so then I put together a whole um, pitch, with yeah. a pitch deck, and, yeah. and did that with with him and, and Aaron yeah. from Gorilla Poets. Yeah. And uh, and they were laughing because the way I, the way I opened it up is so I went to I said well what are other people saying about this I did all kinds of research and I found this woman that hated his book so much <laughs> she hated it so much that she on pathos um, yeah you don't need to mention any names yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah I'm not going to yeah, mention yeah. her name but she reviewed Feed the trolls she reviewed every single yep. chapter <laughs> nice every week wow and so at the end of it I said if you guys don't take me on or, or hear me out or let, let me give this a shot i would at least like your permission to write a movie about a woman who is obsessed <laughs> with the novel that you wrote who lives with monkeys in costa rica now <laughs> oh that's great yeah and yeah, then, and then I, came, I came up here and i met with doug and gave them a you know yeah. pitch and they you know, asked me a bunch of business questions which is smart because it's show business and right right and and each one of them sort of took me out to lunch and when i sat down with doug uh, um he sat down. We we're at this restaurant tap, and uh, and uh, I said, "So first, let me just say this: this is not a faith based movie." And he just smiled. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, okay, I'm on the right course. Here. <laughs> so as you were reading the book, what was it that grabbed you about it and said, "Okay, I got to make this a film"? Uh, a couple things. One is that um, it was an opportunity to poke the bear. Yeah. To say, "Oh, here's what we think of your culture, and here's what we think of you telling us what to do." And and also, I thought it was interesting that the concept of uh, of talking about sex, you know, um, I, I, this is just my experience, but I, I feel like a lot of times Christians are uncomfortable about talking about sex, and I think that's because immediately they relate it to the, the culture of sex. That's right. When in fact, the purpose of sex, in, in, and in this book, the un, one of the underlining themes is like, is like, Fall in love, get married, and go for it. Yeah. Right. And enjoy it. 
Right. You yeah. know, that's you right. know, don't be uptight about it. Have kids and and, well, and and so much of what the culture is doing is actually taking the gift of sex away. Right. Yeah, all, destroying it. All the yeah. perversions of sex are destroying it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And God is the one who gave it to us as a gift. Right. Well, and that's exactly I was just reading an article. I reported this on the Daily News brief. Uh Trudeau's uh I can't, it's women and gender equality or something like that right. inside of Canada that is inside the government. They were asked, could you please define what a woman is for us? Mm-hmm. And they wrote back and says, we choose not to define a woman for the issue of inclusion. <laughs> and when w- you would think they actually have woman in the name right. and because of of this bill, uh, it's a bill. Well, no, it's, they just no, no legislation. They, no, no, no. It, this is a company that just wanted to know it's an associa- how it's an association. It's, it wasn't even source. a bill. They just asked this company, women and gender equality wow. what is a woman it's called wage since that's what you stand for since that's what you stand for and they couldn't they would not define wow. and i thought to myself here it is women who are feminists they just lost everything that they were fighting for because they gave up right. the objectivity of who they are yeah. you know right. when, when you read right. when you give the world these things you lose it yeah. well that's that's the other message in the book and the film is that you know it's so it's a guy who who moves to town with his um sex doll robot yep. sally and uh, he introduces as his wife, and throughout a series of circumstances, he tries to lure this young Bible student yep. I- into engaging with it. Yeah. And the kid gets mad, and he takes it to the trash compactor and destroys it. And then the woke prosecutor uh, yeah. charges him with murder. Right. <laughs> but but throughout the the, the story of the book, and even in the film, because people ask me, well, what's it about? And my answer to them is that if we treat things and ideas as if they are real women we will ultimately treat real women as if they are things that's right so if i'm supposed to say that that bruce jenner is a real woman in equalness to my wife yeah it's 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 disrespectful to the image of god in in women yes absolutely and so that's his point too. Is that he's not crushing the image of 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 a woman. He's in, he's crushing an idol. Right. That this man is literally worshiping and to when, protect and, women. And, and, when, and, <laughs> and when you crush idols, you're actually honoring the image of God. That's, that's right. right. That's, that's right. right. Idols deform the image of God. Yeah. But when you crush idols, you're honoring real women, yeah. real yeah. men, real sex, yeah. Yeah. real right. love, yeah. real romance. He said sex. <laughs> Ride Sally Ride Movie dot com. Right, so right movie. Yeah, you can go there and get involved too. Help us make movie. this movie. Yeah, we need to make this. More with Joseph next on Cross Politics. That tastes good. Like right, SallyMovie.com. Okay. Yeah. 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 Support it. When a medical need arises, hundreds of thousands of Christians across the nation care for one another by sharing financially for those medical needs. Samaritan members pray and reflect God's love and care by providing for one another. While times continue to change, God's love doesn't. He cares for us as we are called to care for one another. I never get to count off my segments anymore. No, yeah. they, they both. They just, you celebrate twenty one years. They You're good. steal. They, 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 they assume like I can't do anything anymore. I'm just making it easy for you. <laughs> Happy twenty one years. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, my my marriage is now old enough to drink. Hey. Um, Speaking of the, which, you know, no, no, I know we you, didn't get our third segment, Scott. You let the government tell your marriage when it's allowed to drink? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I do have my F sixteen coming. Fifteen. Right. Um, welcome back to Cross Politic on the one and only Phi Laugh Feast Network. With us 
in the studio, none other than Mr. Winner, successful, Joseph first place, Granda. It's my pronouns, winning in first place. That's right. That's I say that is. to people yeah. sometimes, and they go, yeah. that's not funny. <laughs> it yeah. is inside. I'm yeah. laughing inside. Yeah, so. It is. <laughs> Party in my head. So um, getting involved in this. Um, ri- so first of all, I just want to encourage you. Go to RideSallyMovie.com. Yeah. Yeah. RideSallyMovie.com. Because right now, we're they're actually raising money. Raising yeah. money. To make this mm-hmm. movie. And I mean, I mean, haven't you heard enough? I mean, you've probably read the book. If you haven't, what's wrong with you? But you've heard enough now, and you're like, yes. Well, and here's let's my, make that movie. Go put your money where your heart is. Well, here's my point too: is That's that right. if, if you know, a lot of people want to give money to politicians. I don't recommend that. Yeah. Because you know they say what they want from uh-huh. the camera, but uh-huh. then they all go have Caesar salad and martinis together at the Twenty One Club in D.C. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ask SBC. Is that yes. is that the, the, is that you know. I used to work at Breitbart News, and and Andrew would always say that the culture is upstream from politics, and Christ is upstream from the culture. And so if you want to get involved in the culture war, we need to get more involved in the culture and start planting those seeds now. And the way that you can do that is by is by investing in this movie. And you get stuff. You know, you can get you get the Canon app. Yeah, There's a yeah. bunch of different uh, levels there that you can get involved in. So we would appreciate that. Or if not, just pray. Yeah. RideSallyMovie.com. And, and the thing is, I'm, I'm actually – um, Going to uh, the website there right now, and you can actually there's different levels, so you yeah. can even support it for five hundred dollars. There's a little the teaser trailer there too. A- a- yeah, anybody who, trailer, but you can always you can support it all the way up to a well, hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, well, the, yeah. The I mean, let me say this too: if there, to if there are if there are Christians out there in the audience that are people of means, yeah, which I've been talking to some of them, uh-huh. and they w- really want to come and get involved and become executive producers. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I will fly to your home and cook you dinner. Okay, um, what kind and, of dinner? And talk about you know. Whatever Cuban. you want. I want some, Cuban. I want some Cuban. Cuban. Cuban food. Yeah. I want some fried bananas. Cuban rice and beans. I want some Cuban food. Yes. I will come to your house. I will make you rice and beans. That's a fundraising if you, you up, if you put up the money, then well, the truth I'm is, flying out. I, if you haven't, first of all, if you haven't read the book, I want to say that's the first step. Yeah. Because as soon as you crack oh, the book open yeah. and you start to read the For book, you know right away this needs to be a film. Like, I feel like yeah. the first yeah, the first three chapters, I was like, this needs to be a movie. It was a page turner for me. We spend a lot of our time going through news in media so you don't have to. That is a large part of my day. I sit there and watch yep. almost every news show that yep. comes on every yep. night. Yep. You're welcome, okay? <laughs> Pray for my wife and kids. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. But because of that and reading the articles that we read every day, we see what's coming. Right. We see what's happening in the media. And some stories we don't bring you because those are not the most important ones. What Doug did in this book he he saw something in the future coming, right. and everybody laughed when the book dropped. And it wasn't like a month later, a couple weeks yeah. later after the book release, you start seeing these sex dolls. People the marrying their yeah. sex yeah, yeah, dolls, yeah, yeah, yeah. unbelievable. And, and, for real. And, 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 and I the, thought this this book was going to be like you know maybe another twenty years. Fifteen we'll get there. years will get. Yeah. It was like five months. Yeah. And so yeah. he was ahead of the curve. And this isn't the yeah. first time that Doug no. has done this. No. He no. has repeated history of being ahead of the curve. And and so right now to be able to have the ability and me and someone who can direct this film I, I wish people would have done this with a lot of other things that Doug has done in the past this is a huge opportunity and you know this needs to be made so, so go Joseph, support it Joseph explain why it's so important to support this kind of work and you sort of contrast it with the politicians but why is this such important work well um, 
The biggest reason is because it'll get us a whole bunch of pearl clutching on the on the in the culture. Okay. I mean, yeah. though, it, yeah. like I said when mm. I when I was came up for Doug, I said if if I when I make this movie, if people aren't picketing in front of my home, then I have failed. Mm. Oh, because <laughs> I live in Colorado. Yeah, yeah, you know? right. Which is um, where the heart of the book takes place. Actually, it does. It, it does. Yeah, that's funny. You're like, which I know is, these people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I live in I live in Boulder County. I have so, that neighbor you know? who has that doll. Well, I live in Boulder County. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, because it's nobody ha- has yet been brave enough um, to really poke the bear of culture yeah. to say, okay, and here's my response when when they get upset is like, why don't you have a sense of humor? Mm-hmm. Why, why and and why are you so obsessed with sex? It's interesting whenever a Christian gets interviewed by somebody, they always come to the homosexual question, which my response is like, why are you so obsessed with with homosexual sex? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I don't understand. It's right. always a question you ask. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We live in America. Yeah. They're, they're, you're free to, right. you know, yeah. whatever. I'm not, but I'm not going to run around with the noetic flag in honor of you. <laughs> mm, you know? well, I said that to somebody. So, I said, "I love that you're a representation of Noah." What? <laughs> right. So, so right. since you've started working on Ride Sally Ride, it's public. You've been public right. on a Facebook page. Um, have you like been canceled? Has there been any? Kind of yeah, um, I got hate mail. Are you getting picketed? Yeah, it's been it's been almost ten years since I got hate mail. <laughs> you so <laughs> happy? Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, finally, I know. I was like, oh my god, I'm so I'm on to something now. Because if people aren't, if yeah. you don't upset people, you're not doing. Yeah. you're do, you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I I wrote a novel years ago that people got upset with, um, but yeah. So um, even before this, I had another project going. And it was during the presidential the 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 election when there was like all all the was other it like dem- a January sixth project. <laughs> no. <laughs> and now you got the FBI showing up at his house. Good. <laughs> it's always good to know that those places can get into. Um, <laughs> hey, without guns, pretty easily. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the guards, security will just let you in. Right, right, right. With flags, <laughs> um, insurrection. Right. Um. It, so, so I, you know, I was on. I got kicked off Twitter um, for racist math. No, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, huh? <laughs> oh so, man, it's so, so much. No, so I I was on Twitter and I had this uh, producer who was a secular person and one who uh, claimed to be a Christian, and um, um, Pete Buttigieg was coming out and saying that that um, Christians that were voting for Trump needed to repent, and then he used <laughs> scripture, oh. and and I just tweeted. I remember this. Uh, yeah. uh, Pete Buttigieg needs to repent and ask forgiveness of his sins. That's all I put. Yeah, and my producer, she'd have none of it. Oh. And she was like, I, "I don't think I can work with you anymore." Wow, which was a blessing because that whole project totally fell apart. But here's what's interesting: so I went to the other producer who was claimed to be a Christian, and it was there was legal stuff that needed to be worked out if we were all going to go our own separate ways. Yeah, I said, right. "So look it, let's you and me get together with a, a, a pastor that we both knew, and let's yeah. let's work this out." You know, I yeah. wrote him, I said, you know, and I quoted from Paul and yeah. I said, let's just, and then we'll just, you know, we'll make it fair and off we go. Mm-mm. He no. said, he said, no. And he, I got a letter from a lawyer and they, I said, yeah. all right, fine. Off you go. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. yeah. Did you, did you see, uh, the, not the, all dogs go to heaven. The Christian, <laughs> <laughs> the Christian pop singer who released, um, the, uh, the music video, um, this last week, uh, modest is hottest. Okay. Modest is I, modest. I saw it going around. I didn't. Modest, modest. The, the, the videos. It's it's fun. It's tongue in cheek. You know, pretty yeah. fun. And there's there's some good lines in the song. Um, you know, he's encouraging his daughters to dress more Amish and a little less Kardashian. You know, so <laughs> okay. There, okay. There's some good lines in there. Well, anyways, he 
it released, I think, the beginning of this week or the end of last week, and he's already apologizing for it. Oh, brother. <sighs> because yeah. a bunch of Christians came out and said, you're body shaming women. Oh, brother. <laughs> Please. And so he you can't even see their he, body in those Amish dresses. He <laughs> took the music video offline already. What? It's see, been a week. And see, it, was, now that's it was going viral. Point right there yeah. is that that's the biggest mistake. Yep. I learned that from Andrew yeah. Breitbart. And if you watch Tucker Carlson yep. and you watch Adam Carolla, is you never apologize. Mm-hmm. Because uh, eventually they're just going to go away. Yeah. Because that's what they want. The beast needs to be fed with your apologies, yeah. and and if you apologize, then then they've won. Is that the same thing when it comes to Christian filmmakers that they don't want to take any of those steps? I mean, what you're doing is a bold move. Right. I mean, you're taking a film, yeah. uh, you're going to make book. a, a, a yeah. book and make a film about a boy that that goes after a sex doll. That's all. Already, Christians don't even want to, you know, right? Right. So, oh yeah, I got a lot of blowback from Christians on the Facebook. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so, but Christian filmmakers. I mean, can you think about the boldest film that a Christian filmmaker has done recently, where it's taken on the culture? It's hard to find. I mean, it's there. The Godfather. It's not out there. It's not out there. They always have the the poor kid. You know, dies and he goes to heaven and he meets grandma and then grandma is still seventy two years old looking when he gets there. Like, <laughs> yeah. what's up with the heavenly body? Not even realistic. Like, <laughs> but before we can even take down the 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 piece that we make modest is hottest, we don't even start with anything that's really, mm-hmm. you know, punching back at the culture anyway. Right. You know. So, so what kind of thing? What, what if you could choose? Like, hey, I'm a filmmaker. I'm coming to you. You know, jo- Joseph. What what are some films that you think I should probably look into making? Well, you know, there's a there's a there's a, a great book by Anthony Burgess who did, who wrote A Clockwork Orange, yeah, and mm. it's called The Wanting Seed. I would love to do that, and that's about about politics and that you're only allowed to have one baby, and if you get pregnant again, you have to have an abortion. And to climb the the ladder of government, it's better if if you're a homosexual. Like this was written in like 19. 19- 65, I think, uh, Anthony Burgess. Yeah. And it's a great story. So this woman um, finally gets pregnant, and her husband is pretending to be gay to climb the ladder of government, and she's mm-hmm. got to go on the run because they want to take uh, her baby. Okay. I mean, that would be stories like that yeah. would really ruffle the feathers of, of, of Hollywood. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jason Farley, he's um, kind of A&R over at Lore TV, and one of the things he says, like, people forget that we're in a storytelling battle. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and what we would forget to do, we always argue ones and zeros when we need to be arguing from our true mythos. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Our, you know, and if we use our, the word of God as a way to tell the best stories, like something like that, that's getting right at the issue of life. I still can't figure out for the life of me why nobody's decided to, I mean, Tyler Perry's making all kinds of black films, but the largest disparity with black people right now is abortion and nobody's figuring out another way to communicate. Yeah. Right. Right. That disparity inside of a story. Well, right? ask me of that movie. Um, they, they, it's a book by P.D. James, uh, Children of Men. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the, the story about that's like the last um, baby yeah. on, on Earth. Yeah, yeah. they made the they made a, movie. They yeah, made a, yeah. And, and, the whole, and the whole yeah. story is about um, saving the last baby on Earth. Yeah. Right, because people pre- couldn't have pregnant babies. woman yeah. running through the whole movie, and it's like. What a glorious way! Well, that's to tell the story and say, "Do you see how valuable this is?" Right. Uh, what was the other film that they did? Just did the second part of it, and just the the thought of it just escaped me. Uh, silent. Oh, Quiet Place. Quiet, Quiet Place. place. Quiet yeah. Place. Yeah. When I saw Quiet Place, I was like, "This is a pro life film." Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It was phenomenal. It yeah. was phenomenal, and the what they did, the the father. Sacrifice. Sacrificing yeah. himself yeah. for yeah. this family. I mean, there were so many things in that. It was like, but. 
I think when we see stories, I think it was it uh, C.S. Lewis that said stories get past the watchful dragons of people's hearts. Right. Oh, you know, when yeah. we want to communicate to people, we're sitting up here arguing. It's the same thing with with. Uh, well, well, I mean, and those. Those stories that are in the Bible are still happening today. If the right. Bible were still being written, I'll give you an example because I've I've gone and met with him over the last four years. Uh, just and he he just wrote a book. Uh, it's Jack Phillips of Masterpiece Bakery, yeah, which sure. is a, just yeah. down the road from yeah. my house. Right, and I want to eventually do his story um, because this is a guy who has had complete devastation on his. Yeah. And all he had to do is bake one cake, right. and he won't do it. Right, and that's that's just amazing. And, and he hasn't done it three times now. Three times now, yeah. yeah he's now, getting sued he's, again. He's yeah. getting sued again now. Yeah, right, right now. Yeah, because he wouldn't make a cake that was blue on the inside and pink on the outside. Right for a tranny. Yeah, but this is a man who won't make a divorce cake, or a Halloween <laughs> cake, or anything that he feels disparages anyone, and. He'll sell you a cake, right? But he just doesn't feel like he can decorate it, right? Because it's his artistic expression, which right. just falls under the First Amendment. Right. Right. You can take my cake and do whatever you yeah. want with it. Yeah, here's some crayons. Here's <laughs> rainbow crayons. Yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, but, but it's amazing. Like, why do you why do you have to have him make you this cake? Because they're spiteful, evil, demonically influenced people. I mean, when you see that stuff, people always think, "Oh, the demons are influencing people," and so the head's got to spin and and, and climb on the walls. Uh uh-uh. uh, right. it's very subtle. Right. Hollywood is full of demonic possession, and it's not—it's not, you know. It's yeah. just, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a very slow massaging. I always tell people, you know, you want to see the most demons in one night. Just watch the Oscars because they're beautiful people, right? You know, mm, right. you're not going to mm. be drawn to ugly right. sort of. Well, and, and going back to Lewis, I mean, his description of of demons and devils, screw tape letters would be a famous. Right. You know, yeah, but it's yep. like they are. Um, meticulous accountants, mm-hmm. yeah. like they're bureaucrats. Mm-hmm. In, in, in Lewis's imagination, he says, "You know, don't think in terms of horns and pitchforks right. and slime right. and and the in the Halloween sort of thing." Yeah, think of well dressed people yeah. who are meticulous about details because the devil is this is is a is a is, a, is a, an accountant. Right. Yeah, the devil is an accuser. Yeah, and he's got this accounting spreadsheet of all your sins. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and a collective consciousness is a real yeah. thing inside groups of right. people. Right, and so when you watch uh, Hollywood, if you just scroll through your Netflix stuff and just read the log lines of the movies, it's full of like murder and rape and dystopian futures and aliens coming in, and yeah. you know, and, and it's it's never yeah. it's, it's it's not really it's creative. A, no, it's not. It's, that's because that's because you can't really have creativity apart from the living triune god mm. I mean, right right they're, they're they take god's good things and they distort it they twist it yeah, it's common grace yeah they're taking their creative they're uh, yeah. some brilliant people you yeah. said earlier that you had a huge announcement and i've been itching the whole oh, okay. show to figure yeah. out oh, what yeah. this is what about. so so uh i wrote the first script the right and there was there's some things that needed to be adjusted and um and one of them it was a, one of the main character gives a speech and what i did is i turned it into an interview and i wrote you into it as the interviewer <laughs> on, on, on stage, and I, you're just—he's doing you're this publicly now. Like this de- is this you're happening described now. Described as a, a handsome black man. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> you got that part right, baby. With a pink tie and a blue sports coat, <laughs> with an Old Testament beard. Oh! <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I have your name in there. I'll, I'll give you the script. You can read it now. Now that it's been. That is awesome. You're gonna have to talk to my agent. It's just a, an interview, yeah. and then which is me. And then 
And then there's a part uh, that you're perfect for. Oh, really? It, I don't know if you read the book. So I, I make a good butt double. Yeah. yeah. No, and it's just <laughs> no, you it's, don't. It, it, in the in the book, the, the kid the kid wants to go. The kid's being sent to Alabama to give a, a speech or an interview now. Yeah, okay? yeah. And uh, and he's got to have a, a a government escort cop with him. Okay. And so I think he'd be perfect for that. No lines. I'm just an escort. Yeah, there's, 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 some li- there's some lines. There's some lines. Uh, kind of like a butt double. And, and I got a part. I got a part. I got a, and I got a, a reason for all this. Okay. I, it was part of my pitch to Doug, not to put you guys in the movie, but um, I got a part that's perfect for you, but I didn't want to go for sure because you also have the sort of, you, you're an official pastor, so I yeah. wasn't sure, you know. Yeah. But. Is okay. he the youth no. pastor, the dad? No, it's a no, little, yes, yeah, yes. No, I had him the, I had him the, 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 the lawyer who's def- it's one scene defending the girl who's going to claim that that this ace, the lead character kid, that was mean to her in school. Um, but uh, you know, one of the things to Doug, I said, you good. know, it's really important that this kind of material that you don't you don't let it be produced outside of your universe. Yeah. You know, don't just sell the rights to somebody mm. and let them go off and do it. Right. You, it should it should still have uh, be overseen by your people in your group, and they should all be involved in it. And I said, and uh, and first off, Colorado will never give me tax credits to make this movie because mm. right. no one's getting murdered or raped in it like the Tarantino movie. Wow. They gave them $13 million. $13 million. Wow. And my last wow. movie, they pushed back on giving me tax credits because they were like, you know, there's seven of them on the film board and they're like, mm, I don't know, church and state. And I was like, they wouldn't let me go to the hearing. My producer's like, you can't go. <laughs> I'm like, but like, you can't go. Okay. Just let us handle it. Because they were like, I said, what did they say? Like, they approved it, but two of them were like, well, church and state. I'm like, well, they don't even know what that means if they're saying church and state and taxes and movies. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Wow. So, um, so oh, here's, you're hitting at something I think is really important. I think, so have you thought about, there's two questions I have. Have yep. you thought about how you want to release this yet? And the other thing is, I think Christians have no idea how much there's no gatekeepers anymore. Like, everybody right. sees yep. Tyler Perry and they're like, oh, wow, what an amazing thing. But Tyler Perry... They forget he pushed back against everybody and made movies for one particular minority group inside of a minority group. And right? made money off And it. made lots of money yeah. before anybody ever knew who he was. And he just said, I don't care. I'm just going to do the, my thing. I'm going to do my thing. Right. And, and, and you, we have a Christian base and foundation, but they don't know. There's no gatekeepers anymore. Yeah. So, right. so Especially I mean, the movie theaters this last year being shut down. There's a yeah, lot they, that happened. It's the yeah. wild, wild west out yeah. here. So yeah. just, right. how, how are you thinking about kind of well, that? Well, I think, I think, you know... You know, all things work for for good. That's right. And so, I mean, we've seen the people learning about what's been going on with their kids in school because they've been home for a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, what you've seen in is the death of the movie star, which is a good which is a good thing, mm-hmm. right? And I don't really think that theaters are ever going to be the same again because mm-hmm. a lot of them have closed permanently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People don't consume. Uh, media the same way they just as soon watch it uh, on their laptop it's go to the theater and you know or they they'll buy it for 20 bucks yep. knowing that mm-hmm. i gotta drive and it's 14 bucks for me and my girl or whatever right. so right. i'll just buy it and own it um so so the landscape has really really changed and i think one of the one of the things that you have to do is you have to know who you're making this movie for mm-hmm but because of the incendiary and and controversial aspects of this story, I think a lot of people are going to want to watch it and mm. and see what's up with that. What's all the hubbub, you know? Mm-hmm. But then you think about like when Martin Scorsese did um, the the uh, the um, 
the, the movie about Jesus, The Last Temptation of Christ, which mm-hmm. is based on a, on a book. It's like that's his artistic right to do it. You know, he's a Catholic, so he sure. it's his right to do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. But then Christians are out there picketing it like, right? what's the point? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know? Uh, they can go make something better, actually. <laughs> yeah, or, or yeah, but the landscape has been leveled in many ways. I think uh, um, as far as getting this out there and distributing, I think it's going to be it's going to go along with the, the guys at Canon and their okay. Canon app, and and you know, oh, that's huge. Uh, it's very similar to the way that Ben Shapiro and the guys at, at the yeah. Daily Wire are doing. They're oh. doing their own. You know, that's, they're releasing that's it on their the own thing, platform, their own yeah, yeah. platform, and then they can expand yeah. it out from that. Yeah. This um, is what I th- this is something that I think I, we are starting to wake up to. Um, we need to support. Industries like this that we're doing here across yes. politics yeah. that are doing it canon because if we want to see um, you know something that's going to compete or have a voice or our own content made for us I don't want to just be doing a podcast I want to have a weekly show yeah. that you can sit down I'm a multiple weekly show daily yeah. yeah but I want Come daily on. content with just uh, <laughs> right. but I mean I want also you know multiple weekly shows that somebody yeah. can sit down right. and the same thing we're doing with Disney when Loki comes on every week or when the yeah. Marvel Comic Universe right. release them yep. we're sitting down and saying man I want to see that but <laughs> We're giving Disney all of our money. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think that. Um, uh, uh, listen, what I've learned uh, coming coming to Christ late in my life is there's a whole bunch of different kinds of Christians in the world. I'll give you an example. I don't have regular TV, you know, the yeah, yeah, or yeah, whatnot. Yeah. I have right. a Roku and sure. watch movies yeah. and the new hotness, right? And I was scrolling through where I stand. Um, all these there's a whole bunch of Christian channels on there. Of like, or so they say. Right, but right. What's really weird is they all have a one eight hundred number. Yeah. And so I sat there. My wife was just rolling her eyes. I was calling each one of them, and I'd say, "Jerry is hi. I have a message for Jerry. Oh, did you want to buy the pamphlet? Whatever." I said, "No. He needs to repent and ask for forgiveness of his sins because <laughs> he's telling people he can get rich off. They can get rich off of Jesus. That's all. Bye." And then I call the next one. <laughs> oh, classic. I call the Joel Osteen one. You could go to war. I'm like, you need to tell him what he's saying right now. Take, he's taking Joe way out of context. <laughs> <laughs> you were just doing a little Matthew 18 right there, just like yeah. cool but, but but my point is is that is that is that they they have and I know that that some Christians have a very tender heart, but uh, Jesus didn't float on air, right. you know. Uh, somebody I, I read so when I became when I first heard the message of Jesus, I spent the first nine weeks researching, um, mm. uh, trying to disprove it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Historically, mm-hmm. And yeah. theologically, until we were driving back like week nine, I was with my wife and I was like, back from church, I go, uh, honey, I think we're Christians. <laughs> she goes, I think you're right. Because, you know, because. That's kind of how it works, too. Jesus yeah. didn't like go in and, and like flick a table over and. And then mess some stuff. He was there for a while. Yeah. And it was like 30 acres or something. It's a big yeah. area. All day. Yeah. yeah. And the tables are really heavy. Yeah. And he made a whip. So yeah. he didn't walk, walk around and go, I might whip somebody. Like he was whipping people. <laughs> yeah. 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 He was mad. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. I think, I think we need to, you know, embrace the, the, the warrior spirit of Christ more in the culture yeah. and not like, we just want to be nice and have you come to Jesus. You know, the thing that makes me really excited about all of this is that. Politics is downstream of culture. Yeah, we we don't. What's what's what you're doing when you're when you're creating beautiful things, when you're creating life for people, what entertains them, what fills their imaginations at night when they get up in the morning. That's that's the stuff of culture. That's the thing of art and entertainment and all of those things. And that's soil. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. And out of that soil grows the public square. 
Yeah. Right. We have the current public square we have yep. because we've been growing stuff out of the soil of Hollywood, which you called what? Like a brothel? On- it's a death cult run out of the back room of a brothel in Santa Monica. Right. Yeah. Mm. Right. Which is why we have the politicians That's we have. That's exactly right. Okay? right. They, they are the fruit of that kind of culture. Right. And right. if we want a different public square, we want a different politics, you yeah. don't just give money to the, the current politicians. Yeah. They were grown in that perverse soil. Yeah, yeah. Poli- right. Politics is, is, is Hollywood for ugly people. I'm sorry. Hollywood for character actors. Yeah. But you be, you become what you act like. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and the and the people that you look up to, your idols. Yeah. Right. You become like. Yeah. yeah. And so we need to have like real Christian art, not faith based films. Right. Real Christian art. That's right. Where the where the triune God is Lord over all of it. Right. Every square inch of it. Where the earth is the the Lord's. And yeah. it doesn't have to be preached. Exactly. Because it's just all, a good story. Because all of the things in this world that are good are right. from God. Right. And, that, and that starts at home with fathers, you know, loving their wives, yeah. you know, having kids. And mm-hmm. then also too, keeping them out of government schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Message. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> RideSallyMovie.com. Did I say it right? RideSallyMovie.com. Go support it. Yes, you want to see this film made. This is one. If you can support anything, support this film. Joseph, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. My pleasure. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is cross politics. Good looking black man. That was fun. I'm with that. I'm with that. Old Testament beard. Old Testament beard. We did not design a cookie-cutter curriculum meant to chop students into appropriately shaped submissives or snowflakes for the secular zeitgeist. We designed our curriculum the way we did because we want our graduates to be equipped to stand courageously against that destructive zeitgeist and to honor their maker and how they, body, mind, and soul, battle to save their communities and the entire Western world from our current diseased insanity. New St. Andrews College is not in the business of rubber stamping graduates for this particular job market or that particular career. We aren't happy unless our graduates are equipped to tackle any constructive cultural task anywhere, from courtrooms to hospitals to job sites to movie sets to the highest risk job in the most important setting of all, the raising and training of the next generation of immortal souls around dining room tables and in pews. The world may have gone mad, but it's not the first time. It has been saved before and by particular people, many of whom shared a very particular type of education. Augustine, Calvin, Jefferson, Churchill, and many lesser-known heroes in times of madness all had one type of education, one type of training in common. And it's the same kind of rigorous education we currently pursue surrounded by the rolling wheat fields of Idaho. By God's grace, our civilization will be saved or rebuilt from the smoking ruins. The men and women capable of such a task, capable of fearless joy and fiery laughter, all while undertaking such hard cultural labor, those are the kind of graduates we want, the kind we expect. They are why we exist and why we teach what we teach. So you might call it a major in world building or culture shaping or a major in saving civilization. We call it classical Christian liberal arts. New St. Andrews College, saving civilization since 1994.